Hello, everybody. I'm John Locke, and I'd like to welcome you to the LockingYourSuccess.com Trading Performance Podcast, where it's all about real traders, real problems, and real coaching. Listen up and enjoy the segment. The question you have to ask yourself is what are the types of emotions that are going to benefit me in my trading? And what should I be applying those emotions to? Now, I should not be applying those emotions to my result. The result is the result. Now, you know, do I want to make money? Yes. Do I like to lose money in trade? No. Would I like to make a lot of money every single month? Yes. Do I like that I have variability? No. But I'm not overly emotional about it. It's, it's like, you know, gravity. If, I, if I'm trying to, we recently we bought a new couch, we had to bring it upstairs into my house. I have a bunch of stairs. Did I like gravity at that point? No, I hated gravity. Did I get overly emotional because gravity was present? No, it's, it's just the way it is. It's part of the world. And it's the same thing with trading. These losses and this variability of income, this is simply part of trading. And, you know, if I don't accept that, I'm going to get angry about it and get upset and always look for a different way and all this other stuff. But if I turn around and I come to accept that and I truly internalize that, then that is not a problem. It's there. I may not like it. It may take a lot of effort to overcome, but it's part of life. There's nothing I can do about it. I just accept it. Matter of fact, I may even take gravity. I may even play with it. As Jack Canfield would say, you know, I might go skiing, right? Downhill skiing would not be possible without uh, gravity uh, as a lot of other fun things that we do. So, so it's just part of, it's part of the deal. And if you can accept that as part of the deal, then you, your emotions aren't a problem. So it's, if you're having challenges with emotions, it's just the way you're framing something. It's the meaning you're putting on something. And again, to dig that out, you want to get in, you want to do what we call a thought download, write down what you're thinking about it, write down the words, so what, you know, dig deeper and deeper and deeper. And what you're going to find too, by the way, if you're actually afraid of something, if you say that, so what enough times, it eventually comes to, well, I'm going to die, which is completely irrational. So if I accept the if I accept the premise that if I lose this trade, it means I'm a failure. Okay, so what? I accept I'm a failure. So what? Well, if I'm a failure, no one's going to love me. Well, okay, I accept the premise. So what? Just to see where your mind's going. If you follow that, it eventually leads to be it leads to I'm going to be alone and I'm going to die. You know, I'm going to be alone with no money, no house, and and I'm going to die. That that's that's what the thought process leads to. That's what your unconscious is thinking. Remember, your unconscious does a lot of things that you're not consciously aware of. You don't know how your unconscious allows you to breathe. You don't know how your unconscious beats your heart or keeps your body temperature. Or even if you're walking across the street, you don't know all the muscle movements and things that come into play in order for you to actually stand up, balance, and walk across the street. You have no idea how you do that. If somebody asked you to describe everything that happened in order for that to happen, you would have no idea. So all these processes are going on. As a matter of fact, your conscious is only aware of less than 5% of the things that even go on in your body and less than 5% of the things that you actually think unless you go looking for it. So when you consciously go looking for it, you're going to find that your unconscious is jumping to these conclusions that it's freaking out about. But when you actually consciously analyze what's going on, there's nothing there. And just being aware that there's nothing there, you can say, 
to your mind, right? So when your mind throws up this feeling, because what's going to happen is you're, is you're, is you're going to come in and your mind's going to go through this whole process. You're not even going to be aware of it. And it's going to throw up a feeling at you. Not a, not a, not a feeling as an emotion. It's going to throw up a sensation, uh, a, a, you know, a feeling in the pit of the stomach or, or whatever. And then your conscious mind is going to evaluate that as fear, as stress, as whatever. And depending on how you label it is going to depend on how you feel about it. So uh, one of these things I talked about in APM squared, we, uh, one of the things that I did is I jumped off the stratosphere building. So the stratosphere is the tallest building west of the Mississippi river. And I, I like to do exciting things. So I decided we jump off the building, right? It's one of the, uh, they have a a sky jump or something they call it. And I brought my wife up there. Now my wife is afraid of heights. I mean, she, she doesn't like heights. And we're both standing up at the top of the building and they have a, they have a, like a glass floor and we're both looking down there. And as we're looking down, we're having the same sensations in our body, right? My heart rate's elevated. My blood pressure's up. I can feel it. I feel my stomach churning. Her, she's looking down, she's feeling the same sensations in her body, but I'm interpreting this as I'm going to jump off this building. This is going to be exciting as hell. I'm going to have a great time. I'm, I'm excited. She's taking that, those same sensations and she's interpreting them as I'm going to die, right? This floor can't help possibly hold. It's going to give out. And she's very scared. And, and very upset. In other words, you know, we had to back back out of there because she's so upset. And it's the same sensations. It's just a matter of how you interpret those sensations. So that's the other thing is being aware. And we can do this through mindfulness training, becoming coming detached from the sensations we get in our body. And, be, and when we do that, we can actually analyze the sensation and, and, and decide what that sensation means. We don't have to say that it's good. Or that it, uh, we don't have to automatically accept whatever our brain throws up as a definition of that sensation. We can decide it to be something differently. And then when we train ourselves that way, which, you know, that gets a little deeper than we're going today, you know, that is the process. So, you know, as far as the, the detachment becoming easy for me, what I would tell you is the sensations are always there. If I'm losing a trade, I still get the sensations in my body. You know, especially if I have, we have a lot of money online, right? On the line, I still get the sensations on my body. They happen. Your, your, your unconscious mind automatically runs down these paths, but it's the ability to say, oh, wait a minute, this sensation, I'm having this sensation because, you know, it, you know, so it's an interruption. I'm having this sensation and it's normal. What's the best way I could interpret this, this sensation so that I, I'll have an emotion that benefits me during trading. And that just takes practice. It takes awareness. Meditation helps if you meditation and there's different ways to meditate, but if you meditate in a manner where you can detach your, uh, what's going on in your body from what you're actually thinking and observe what's going on in your body and then decide what to think about it rather than allowing your body to dictate what that means or, or allowing history to dictate what, the, what that means. Because the meaning you put on that sensation, you learned what that meaning was. In other words, if you feel something in the pit of your stomach, 
and you take that sensation and you spread it across a hundred people, there's a certain percentage of people who are going to give it the same meaning you give it. And there's a certain percentage of people who are going to give it maybe an opposite meaning or maybe no meaning at all. The reason this happens is because we learned what that sensation means. There was a time in our past when we decided what that sensation was. And then once we decided what it was, everything after that built on top of it. And since you've learned, you learned that reaction, you can unlearn that reaction. And again, it's a matter of becoming attached, realizing that these, emo these feelings or sensations come up, detaching from them, and then consistently putting a new meaning on them. And if you do it enough, it becomes the new habit, it becomes the new learning. And at that point, you can go ahead and you know, move ahead with your new learning. But it's a matter of practice. So yeah, it does take some practice. Uh, and don't expect the sensations to go away. The sensations will always be there. It's just relabeling them. We're reframing what's going on. And that is what I have for you today. If you have any questions or comments or anything else you'd like to see in the next Trading Performance Podcast, please list that in the comments and I'll personally answer your questions and comments for you. Also, I'd love to encourage you to come on over to LockingYourSuccess.com. That's L-O-C-K-E in your success.com and check out our Trading Performance and Pro Memberships where you can find the tools you need to become a much more effective trader regardless of the type of trading you do. Thank you for joining me and I look forward to seeing you on the next Trading Performance Podcast.